What's up, guys? It's Kevin and Steve, founders of Bombers and Sleeves, a clothing and lifestyle brand dedicated to the war on self-doubt. Our goal as a company and with this bombcast is to encourage you to win the internal war of creative pursuit. And we sum that up in three words, and those three words are bomb your boundaries. Now, what does that mean? Well, let's think about it for a second. What has more focused, concentrated, explosive energy than a bomb? Not that much fucking else. And so we use that as a metaphor to say if you want your dreams to come true, if you want your creative vision to come through, you have to get intense, focused, and explosive. And so with this podcast, we bring on guests that embody that bomb your boundaries mentality. And today's guest is, of course, no exception. I'm going to hand it over to Steve for the intro per usual. And let's get into it. Thank you, buddy. All right. What's going on, everybody? In the studio today, we have an award-winning musician and songwriter all the way from Ireland. Uh, she's also a member of the Bombers family, and so you might recognize her on our website or on our social medias. She's just the rad, badass, illustrated woman who makes our clothes a lot cooler than they should be. So we thank you for that. She's also the, uh, was the lead singer of a very popular Swedish all-female rock and roll band, Thunder Mother. So we're excited to hear her story. She just uh, came back uh, from doing a songwriter's round, so we're very happy she could make time to, to stop in and talk to us. So guys, without further ado, Miss Claire Cunningham. What's up, what's up? That is quite the intro, boys. <laughs> what's going down, Claire? What is going down? Well, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate everything you do for us uh, creatives in the industry and for um, giving us a platform to speak, you know, and get our get our word out there and go and wear yeah. awesome, very, very comfortable clothes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we thank you for being such a rad <laughs> ambassador. I mean, you know, we've, I had love a, it. we've yeah. had a lot of people approach us, like since we've been a company wanting to kind of help out and like, hey, just give me some stuff here and I'll rock it and blah, blah, blah. You by far have like held up your end of the bargain and have been fantastic and like actually posting regularly and like asking for like, hey, where's the coupon code? Where's like the stuff? Like, I love that yeah. type of um, dedication and stuff. And so that's why we said in the intro that like you're totally a part of the fam and uh, you're not going anywhere. So it's good. No, to, you're not like getting rid of a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus you just look badass in, in the clothes, man. So uh, you're, you're, yeah. it's yeah. easy when the clothes are badass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Claire, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta tell everybody too. The first time I met you, oh my God. Um, member, it was at National Underground. It was. So Claire and I would do Historic. a, yeah. uh, it's the uh, the corporate songwriter challenge. Is that what you would call it? I suppose. I so. guess that's the, yeah. the title. There's so what nothing. it is for people who don't know, um, uh, our our buddy kind of runs it, uh, Mr. Papa Reigns, uh, who side note married uh, Mr. Kevin over here and his wife. He was the uh, oh, he, I he, never he knew got that. ordained. Got ordained. The, uh, Could you see yeah. Papa marrying? Oh, oh my god! Totally. It was it was fucking epic, dude. It was oh like we, like people. It was it's probably one of the okay not just being biased it was probably one of the most like crowd interactive ceremonies yeah. where like because everyone could hear everything people right. were fucking laughing it was yeah that's oh, amazing right i you hope did you a great videoed job. it did you video it can i watch it ah uh, we we did but somehow it got lost somewhere <sighs> it was on the cell phone yeah. someone was supposed it's only to your wedding <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> it's only your wedding yeah. we got we got great and, memories of it though yeah um, he did a great job, though. He was, he I can, was super yeah. funny. He did. Here's where he didn't do a great job, though, because uh, that night, so how, how, the, how the night runs is uh, 
<laughs> all the songwriters are supposed to go up uh, and sing like what thirty seconds of a song. Almost that, yeah. And you know, these are these are companies that basically rent you, right? They rent songwriters because you're doing a team building exercise. So it's like you know an insurance company or dental hygienist. I don't know who yeah, it was yeah. that time. And we all give him a little sample of like what our soul tastes like, and we uh, we sing for him. And then that night, Papa says, "Well." I think we're going to just kind of auction you off. So yeah. you're going to play 30 seconds and then we'll have the crowd pick who they want on their team yeah. wow. to be their kind of leader. Wow. It's Felt by like the school. way, here's the cast. The cast is four like slummy dudes, myself included. <laughs> and then one rock chick from Ireland with a killer accent. What, what hair phase were you in? I was in, I think, full, I think spikes, spike full, Tyson, full, full spike, Tyson. Sp- <laughs> spike Tyson. <laughs> okay. So I told Papa, this is the worst idea ever. I was like, no, like, you can't do this. And it reminded me of that Saved by the Bell episode where they're yeah. like auctioning oh my off Slayer. Yes, yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was Screech, okay? Oh. I was Screech. Wow. So Claire gets up there, and <laughs> it, within 10 seconds of you breaking into the song, you, she, of course, she sings this like, it was like an old Irish Celtic song or something. Yeah, it's Just your voice, everything blew the room away. <laughs> So when it came down to at the end, okay, uh, who wants uh, clap if you want Steve to be on your team? I mean, nothing. <laughs> no, he's like. And then the he's next lying. three guys, nothing. And then Claire just gets this eruption. And so that was my first introduction to you. And I was just like, nice. great, this is going to be a good night. But, uh, yeah, you I'll won, never forget that story. You won that night, didn't you? Or was it another guy? I, I can't remember. Uh, Papa, he doesn't let me win anymore. <laughs> he kind of he took that away You're from too me. Good. Yeah. Well, it's I think good. it was like runner up or something. Yeah, you but, were something. Uh, I remember. That was fun. But that was yeah. the first night we That's we right. had met. I do remember yes. that. Yes. That was yeah. a fun night. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Well, fucking hey, that was an epic story. Yeah, I had, <laughs> I had to say that. People yeah. need to know this. <laughs> no, know they do. That's fucking awesome. Um, Claire, I'm just fascinated to hear about your journey, like how, how you got out here, like growing up in Ireland, all of that good stuff. Um, yeah. Let's just take it back as far back as you want to. Like what got you into music, early life growing up, all of that stuff. So I came out the womb, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Singing. Step one. <laughs> Step one. You made it. <laughs> I made it. Hey, I, man, I'm a winner. There, yeah. There's yeah. a lot more crazy shit that can keep you down in those first weeks. So <laughs> right. I, let's all congratulate ourselves for making it this far. Yes. We are all winners. Yeah. Yes. And you're you're a new dad as well, so congratulations to yes. you. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so obviously growing up in Ireland, um, I kind of got into music at a very early age. Um, I discovered that I could kind of sing, or actually one of my first teachers did. Uh, I think there was a school play or something had to go on, and we all had to kind of get up, sing something. And she said, Claire, you can sing. And I was like, oh, right, okay. So she she put me to work and it was what we call our first whole communion. Um, and it was an in church and so I had to get up. I have the video at home, you know, walking. I'm very nervous. <laughs> yeah. In Catholic yeah. church, you know, singing to the crowd. And I kind of just snowballed from there. I started, I um, learned um, first on keyboard and then because I showed enough interest, got upright grand piano which is still at home actually it's a piece oh, of furniture wow. now though yeah. um so did uh, all my grades uh up until probably grade eight the last one in piano and then i just self-taught guitar 
Santa Claus was very good to me one year and nice. I was 16 or something like that and yeah. self-taught so I know a couple of chords and that's about it I yeah. never got any lessons or anything like that and then I decided you know what I'm gonna go to rock school literally the rock school wow. <laughs> nice. where, where is it like a school of rock type it's thing? kind of like it um it, it's in Dublin um so I come from a small the smallest village in the smallest county in Ireland, and it's called County Louth, and it's about 40 minutes north of Dublin. Okay. So okay. a couple of hundred people I grew up with, so it's very... When wow. people say, I come from a small town of 10,000 people, no, I'm bitch. like, yeah, <laughs> That's no. That's fucking massive. Try yeah. 400. <laughs> right. Wow. So, on a good day. <clears throat> yeah, on a good day. <laughs> We've all since left, but um, yeah. yeah, Colin, so... um. I decided, even though uh, I had the grades or whatnot, to go off and do whatever it was I wanted to do. I always wanted to do music. And so when I left high school, they kind of pulled me in. Um, And I've said this in interviews before as well. Like, you know, people were like, did you always have support? I did from my family. Um, School, on the other hand, were a bit um, apprehensive of me wasting my kind of yeah you know academic sure because i was gonna i was academic you know and i don't know how it runs here in the states but like you get so many points uh when you leave and you can do you can go like you know further education like you could i could have been maybe done law or something like that with the points that i got but I wasn't going to do that. (laughs) Interesting. So instead of like a grade point average, like we have in the States, you just get, you get points necessarily. Yeah. Like like an A, exactly. So an A would be a hundred, B, an A minus would be maybe 95. So they all add up and it's an average out of 600 points. And based on how many points you get, that's your entryway into um, higher education after high school. In Ireland, so I, I I did. I had a I had a great record, but um, they pulled me in and they said, "Now, are you sure it's music you want to do?" But I'd already been accepted into the the rock school in school Dublin. Rock. Yeah, <laughs> my mom took me up for the uh, interview, and she she was a bit worried because I was dressed head to toe in pink, and everybody else was slummed across the walls, high off their faces, and dressed in black. And she was just like, "Oh my god." Uh, oh, wow. You know, you go and do it, but like, you're going to be okay. It wasn't the, um, it's in quite a rough area in Dublin. So, uh, and this was my first experience going to be leaving home, you know. So I think she was a bit apprehensive, but I walked in, did the interview and um, yeah, I, so I had my place already before I even did my finals. And so they told me, you know, we really think you're probably wasting your brain. And I said, well, to be honest, this is all I want to do. So I, yeah. I remember leaving the room, closing the door and crying. And then what I didn't realize, and it was only a couple of years ago, mom said this to me. She said, yeah, you weren't aware, but they actually called me and dad in, sat us down and told us that you're making a big mistake too. And so dad started laughing. He said, yeah, well, Claire's Claire. Uh, we yeah. support her. She's going to do it. So she has our full swing. So yeah and i'm sure a lot of people can maybe relate to that i've just been lucky to come from a family that actually supported everything i did you know they were very like just do it if you're happy we'll you know we got your fees or whatnot so so yeah i skipped on and did my two years um got a national diploma in um 
I think it's popular music performance and technology. And then oh. with that, I decided to go and do some further education. So get a degree in music. Just, you know, it was more to please probably everybody around me. Not that I probably needed it, but it's never a harm to have, you know, a degree in anything. So I went off, uh, got my place in London College of Music. So I uh, did that then for three years and got my Bachelor of Arts in music. And wow. then, yeah, so that was a that was a bit of a change. But through that, then um, that was in London. And then I moved to Cardiff in Wales, uh, still part of the UK. But yeah. um, that was that was amazing. I spent five years in Cardiff. Um, so it was me. And so um, Jamie uh, was a guitarist in the in the college so it was like vocal tech guitar tech bass tech and drum tech and so everybody it was quite a prestigious kind of schooling i suppose so we got like you know some of our mentors like just do the craziest things like they they work a lot with the big shows the voice or the x factor whatnot and just different things like that. So we were got coaching and I learned a lot in those years in London. And also it was my first time living away, like properly from, you know, out of the country. So me and Jamie, so I had, so we were friends and then we just started actually dating and then we created a band together. Oh, so wow. we were, yeah. And we were called Smoke and Aces and we were a 70s <laughs> classic oh, wow. rock tribute band, which was seriously the most fun but it was hard because, you know, we decided, I, I said I didn't want to move home to Ireland. Yeah. So that wasn't going to be an option. So he said, well, hey, let's go to Cardiff where my parents are and let's just start it. So, um, so yeah, I made the move and it was it was tough because, you know, we, were, we weren't known anywhere. You know what it's like when you move somewhere, like nobody knows who totally. you are. Yeah, yeah. Have to prove yourself kind of thing. So. Oh, I lied my whole way into every venue. I was like, yeah, yeah, we've been playing a bunch. Even the weddings. I remember our first wedding that we played. I was, I don't get nervous, but I was nervous because I had literally lied to the agency and said, yeah, we've done tons, you know. Wow. Weddings is They didn't bother to research anything? Oh, yeah. What? They didn't bother to research any of that? They didn't do any research. I this was like pre MySpace. I assume, oh yeah, right? yeah. yeah this so you is can like, like yeah. that's that's what's great about like back back, <laughs> back in when the day. You can't fact them. check like at all. Right? No. Let no. me let me ask you. Take it back. Smoking Aces. Seventies yeah. uh, rock. Why seventies rock? It was just. I is that, don't is that the crush, know. Man, or it that was, was just, just what like, you're feeling. I well, I grew up on a lot of that kind of music. Like ACDC, Guns N' Roses, Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin yeah, yeah. you know, T Rex, things like that. Like uh, Poison, oh, yeah, like it was all you know, Poison, Thin Lizzy. Yeah. yeah, we did, we did such a range, and I think it was because the guys in the band also we were just yeah, we were rockers at heart. I think. Yeah. you know, it yeah. was just it was just such a kind of a cool vibe that we just seemed to to run with and it it was popular because a lot of bands especially do all the same kind of things so we kind of were and we were really young like looking back like even people wouldn't respect us when we even sometimes showed up at weddings because they maybe thought we were younger than we were but we weren't the 50 or 60 year old guys going out doing your wedding like we were right yeah. <laughs> in our very early 20s in fact sam the drummer one of my great friends he was 19 when he joined the band wow. that's crazy yeah 
I mean, 19 that, yeah. at a wedding playing some black dog L- yeah, and just melting yeah. people's faces. Yeah. That's cool, but though. But people loved it. It was so different because, you know, at, at a wedding, it's 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 fun. It's a party. And we always, I always said that, you know, it's if you mm. want something a little bit different, book us. And, and that's that's the way it ran. So um, it was. It was a lot of fun and really enjoyed every bit of it. So um, did that for it few years and then I think it was April of 2013 I want to say um and I got a phone call or I didn't actually get a phone call uh I remember waking up one day to a voice uh mail on my phone and it was a random (laughs) Swedish girl um called Philippa and she'd left me a voicemail saying hi my name is Philippa and I want you in my band. Nice. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, it was, it was so random. Yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. was kind of like, I'm probably not even doing it right. She though. was polite about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, what? What is this? This is really strange. And she said, I actually heard your uh, video on YouTube. Now, granted, YouTube to me, like that was back when I didn't have a YouTube. Yeah. Like, um, I think we had... Myself and the band, we well, actually, me and my uh, Jamie, we decided to. Hey, you know, people are constantly asking, "Where's the material? Where can we find you?" You know, if it wasn't word of mouth, then people wanted something to go and view. So we were like, "We better put some stuff online." So one e- one evening, we just literally sat down on the living room couch, and we like recorded. I think about twenty five to twenty eight videos, just like acoustic. But some of them, a lot of ACDC. So we did a lot of ACDC. Acoustic. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. still up. Actually, one of them was doing, it was doing so well. Uh, it's crazy. People are having arguments online about like, there's another girl who does Highway to Hell. Yeah. She's got a big chest on her. I don't okay. have quite the chest. So yeah. they're always like, oh, Overrated. but the girl with the chest doesn't sing as well. But and it's like, oh my God, guys, seriously. Wow. It's hilarious. Like if you <laughs> just go on to battle. It, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, it's so silly. So <laughs> one with the chest, <laughs> one with the the girl with the big boobs, lot you know. Wow. It's, uh, it's she, yeah. She has she's a lot of videos. I don't even know her name, but if you if you literally type in Highway to Hell, the two of us, I think she'll come up and uh, yeah. Anyway, but through those videos, this uh, this random Swedish girl came across me, and she was looking for a singer as the final puzzle to the band she had going for a bit. Um, so she didn't leave me a contact number, but she told me she um, had sent, I think it was a message or something through Facebook. Of course, at the time, you know how Facebook is like, you don't get the messages if you're not friends. So I had no idea yes, how to yeah. find. And I searched frantically because I wanted to tell her no, because we were booked. You know, I was in, yeah. I was in England and I was doing my thing. So she was very persistent and called the next day and um She's I remember it well. I was coming out of the gym and into the car and I sat in the front seat uh, and and spoke with her in the parking lot. And she said, like, I just love your whiskey voice. I just need your whiskey voice in this band. And I said, well, look, I really appreciate you um, and your persistence. But honestly, like we're booked out two years in advance and it's coming up to the summer. It was April at this stage. I said, there's no way I can really, you know, give all of that up just to go out and play a couple of shows. Sure. 
So she was like, oh, I really want you. <laughs> and I was like, God, she is persistent. So she had given me all the dates. I didn't write anything down because I knew it was going to be a hard no on my end because I'm a committed kind of person and I wasn't going to do that. But then she said, well, look, just, you know, have a have a think about it tonight. Don't make any, you know, decisions. Uh, here's our website. I didn't even know at this time they were all female either. Um, didn't know the style of the band, nothing. Just, you know, and she wanted your whiskey voice. She just needed this whiskey voice. And so it, to me, you know, you, you get a call like that, you're going to think it's very, very random, right? Sure. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, it's not, I wasn't just going to go, oh, okay. But she said, look, we'll pay for your flights. We'll make sure everything's sorted, you know, but it isn't three weeks. And you will have to learn, I think it was 10 or 11 songs. The album hadn't even been recorded. So she had like two songs that she could send me, but the rest were going to have to be like <laughs> recordings on her phone. Yeah. She said, wow. we're under a little pressure though for your answer because we will be opening for Motorhead at Metal Town Fest. No And shit. I was like, oh, wow. she could have opened. Right, band. exactly. That's, uh, <laughs> All those yeah, notes are that that one yes. details. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a minor wow. detail she forgot to. Yeah. So then I'm like, I'll never forget this. I reach over to my glove compartment because I know there's a pen. And I was like, <clears throat> I'm like panicking now because I'm like, I've just told her no. So I grab my pen and I'm like, just tell me the dates again and I'll go and speak to the band. So she gives me the dates. I go home um, and then I I said, look, uh, this happened today. And the guys were like, oh, my God, you have to do it. There's no way that an opportunity like that doesn't come along oh, yeah. every day. Yeah. So I was like, I had a big decision. So I went on on their website and I saw they were all female. So I saw they'd done a bit. They hadn't really. They were still kind of underground and they weren't signed or anything like that. So um, I thought this is kind of cool. But I had a lot of work to do. So in those three weeks, um, I decided to... Yeah, I said yes anyway. Uh, I had a few phone calls to make to a few unhappy brides, but they kind of were understanding. Um, you just so, said, I know you're getting married, but it's Motorhead. And they were like, yeah, oh, that's yeah, it was kind of like, but yeah. what what I did was I kind of placed them up with um, with other great friends of ours that I, you know, yeah. I knew could do the job as well. So um, they, you know, they were kind of understanding and whatnot. So then, yeah, flew out. Uh, on the f I think it was the 3rd of July um, and then on the 4th then we we opened up that festival and it was just it was wild like Swedish national television were there and we ended up on the news that night and I knew literally like that life was about to change like very dramatically I did I just there was something about it so and it did Um not long after doing our first couple of shows, we actually got signed uh, to Warner, Sweden. Wow. So, oh wow, yeah. And then I had that big decision to make about whether or not to keep doing what I was doing alongside that. Um, things turned out personally that doors had closed in in Britain. So I spent a year and a half traveling over and back, over and back. It was wow. it was tough. I, I legit lived out of plastic bags. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Like I I I didn't have anywhere to kind of live in both cuz then we sold our house. So I had bought that house in in Britain. 
sold the house and then I remember just taking the ferry back to Ireland, dropping all my stuff and then just going. <laughs> so yeah, and Tilda, the drummer, she had a, like a one bed apartment and I remember just like literally having to like share this tiny, like I was so grateful, but literally living out of like all my like clothing were in separate plastic bags yeah. wow hey so yeah. it looked like i was i looked like i was living the dream but like there was a lot of yeah it was a lot of hardship too like you know but then life on the road you know things picked up we did we had uh, the deal and we went on the road and i got to legit like live like and work alongside idols you know yeah like that are still going strong today like they're amazing so I was very blessed. It was a very yeah. amazing experience. I won't lie. That's awesome. Yeah, wow. Let That's me ask amazing. you, like, going back to, like, you know, getting off that plane and actually maybe, like, jamming with those girls for the first mm-hmm. time. Like, what was that like? How was the oh, energy? Oh, yeah. Well, so that was the thing. We had one rehearsal before oh, going out. Holy shit. They, I flew in the day before we hit the stage. Oh, wow. Wow. So that was, that. Was, I don't think I could even do, well, I <sighs> probably could now because in Nashville, like, that's what everybody does. Right. But at the time, like, and I knew because I was fronting it, like, and I'm desperate with lyrics. I can't even remember lyrics I write, let alone. But I, I remember I used to sit outside uh, in those three weeks and I would write out all the lyrics just yeah. to like try and remember them and it's the best way to do it you know what I mean yeah, yeah it was another form of and honestly like I can't even listen to those songs today because you know when you over listen to things oh, yeah, it yeah. makes you You're sick like, no. to the stomach yeah totally so I mean it was like wow. um, and that album because that was the first album so yeah to say that the energy was amazing like I felt like you know, but I had just gone to a new country. I'd never been to Sweden. Have you guys been over? <laughs> I, I have no. been to Stockholm like oh, really, yeah. really briefly. Yeah. It's yeah. Beautiful. I, oh, yeah. Spent I didn't a lot know. Of time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, we did like a cruise when I was younger. Uh, and, yeah. like, uh, I was like, so it was like seventh grade or something like that. Uh, or maybe it was later. Th- I don't know, but it, it was it was definitely one of those cru- cruise ship things where you get off yeah. for like a couple. Okay, of hours. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. And I was I was with my family. It wasn't like uh, exhilarating, but um, <laughs> I would love to go back. Yeah, it, I mean, it was great yeah, to be there. Was... Don't get me wrong; like that was cool. But I'm not like I I didn't experience it like like, like a I mean, it's yeah. it's uh, isn't yeah. ABBA still their national treasure? Oh, it I is. It is. They have a whole ABBA museum as well. It's actually really, really hey, good. One of the biggest selling pop uh, of all time. Bands of all time. Yeah. Of course. They yeah, still tonight, they man. still sell records today. Oh yeah, like, it's insane. Oh, oh. You know, I mean, don't even get me started on Max Martin. Oh, all right. Yeah. I, I, I know. There was a summer of my life where I like I studied yeah. him and his like structure and everything, and yeah. it, just, it blew my. It just still blows my mind. Like, That's what Sweden like. Honestly. I I honestly be by being there then I made the of course the move uh, full time but I mean the pure amount of talent that comes out of Sweden is crazy. Yeah, let me ask you what's I mean cuz you know Nashville is is a really <laughs> big music city hub. Yeah. Also you know a home for a lot of songwriters and stuff but like I mean is it it definitely has to be a different vibe, but um, and I've worked with some Swedish producers, and it's a way different experience than organically creating, I guess, in a room with guitars and right. some instruments. It's, but yeah, was it is it just a completely different animal? It's over it's there? totally a different animal, but I think it's because it's a different um, style as well. So you either mm. have really hardcore metal, rock and roll, or 
the real like electronic pop yeah, yeah. kind of vibe there's really no in between in sweden do you know what gotcha. i mean and if there is it's it's not that's not what sells there yeah. um but it is it's not it's not like here like there's no, you know people are very much more i suppose in set bands in sweden like everybody's collectively you you create something and yeah. you know it's not like here where you just let's ride and yeah, like let's, let's jam let's and, create some magic today yeah which yeah. i kind of like more um yeah. but it's you know because obviously being in a band and throughout the years that's all i've ever done is music it you know when you only have an album or i did too with the girls you know when you're touring the same songs it's like there's no room for like let's do this one or <laughs> you know it was it was very kind of by the end of a three or four week tour you're like okay i'm done with these songs yeah <laughs> for another while <laughs> right. you know it's like and i i'm not a fan of repetition at the best of times so mm. you know it does get very samey when you have to only do totally you know I'm always impressed with guys that play like I take a band like Aerosmith yeah. who's been around for how many decades oh God, and know. you know when they perform today they're going to perform a song like Sweet Emotion or Walk mm-hmm. This Way that was a big hit in what 73 74 right. you know you're playing the same song for decades and and you know I would be taking liberties like trying to change it up and a lot of people get mad at bands when yeah. they, they play it live oh this doesn't sound like the record you try playing the same song right. for years and years and years. It, you got to make it fresh to you, to you. for, for yeah. you to even deliver a performance. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's so it. true. It is so true. Although I remember somebody one time saying to me, you know that feeling you get when you go and you watch somebody and it's like that first time, like seeing them live and seeing that kind of, imagine that's somebody's always first time when they see you. So I was like, yeah. I get that. I do. I truly do believe. And even when you're in interviews or questions or, um, you know, different, even photo shoots sometimes, it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, it's the yeah. same thing yeah. over and over and over again. But you have to realize that that is somebody's first time or first mm-hmm. time meeting you in person or something like that. Because I won't lie, we had some amazing fans, but there were some... Yeah. yeah, what? Yeah, I'm not gonna sugarcoat the fact that I had a lot of trouble too sure. in Sweden and in America. You guys like to protect your um your citizens, whereas in Sweden, I I just I don't know. It just wasn't. There isn't the same. Um, I suppose quality of stalker control if that's the way you're putting it like interesting wow yeah okay. yeah that's good to hear like somebody can break into your property and that's okay if they don't attack you that's really? true that wow. did happen so yeah i just uh, by the end of my years and like the last i want to say six months to a year i just uh living there became like my private life got so invaded that it was just near enough to impossible to actually really like enjoy what I was doing because what came with it like yeah. wasn't very nice. <laughs> How can you be creative if you're fearing for your life? Every well, day? Or, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, or, like it, it did. It kind of, it kind of made living um, a little more difficult. So, yeah. uh, in that respect, but you know, there was. I think in every situation and in every like country that I've lived in, there's always a pro and there's a con and 
you know, you just have to make the best of what you can. I, I, I truly believe in, in, in that. So um, I think, and, but obviously personally on a, on a personal note, I think it doesn't matter what life gives you or where you live or what the weather is. It's It has to come from within. So if you are like happy within, you'll like, you know, people think, oh, let's have a kid that that'll fix our relationship or sure. let's move here and that'll fix it no because your problems and your brain go with you <laughs> right right <Exactly>. regardless <laughs> yeah. yeah and having a kid will stress you out 10 times uh, more yeah. so that's that definitely not going to solve right yeah. Yeah. new daddy eh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true though I, I don't the, know why people think I've always thought that about just relationships you know like how many like when when a couple would break up like 10 times and then they keep going back to each I other know. and I'm like well here's the deal y'all like the problems that you the things you hated about the person before <laughs> like they never went away no like it's still every time you meet up it's still there and that's why you keep that's doing why this. you keep it's like totally. a, it's like two magnets trying to come together and yeah. just it's like polar opposites it's like if it doesn't work that's why I've always been a firm believer look if if it ends that's it go your separate and yeah you know there's a reason why it happened right and yeah. it doesn't have to be bad I've never had like that kind of, I've never had bad relations with anybody uh, even even when it came to leaving the band it was it was the four of us actually four out of five there was five females ended up leaving at the same time and when people questioned it, I was like well now come on it doesn't take a rocket scientist to work out why four out of five people would leave um yeah. <clears throat> but I wasn't going to get political or you know put out dirty laundry online because I was truly grateful for the experience um but in 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 saying that it's like you know I wouldn't people said oh you'll go back I was like no (laughs) when I finish something I finish something and I you know but that's that would be me as a person I get that you know some people may need like there was like I, I know some of the girls struggle like it's like an identity crisis then because that's how you're perceived for the last however like and that's where I struggled a little bit too it's like like even now like even some people online I don't know how they haven't realized but that I've left two years ago and they're like oh lead singer of Thunder Mother I was like yeah like two years ago yeah um (laughs) do your homework (laughs) (laughs) but in in that respect they'll still have that like attachment so I get that that's always going to be a thing but it it does take a lot of work to kind of break away and Mm-hmm. You know, I always tried doing the the solo thing, but now is more like yeah. my f- main focus, of course, is now. What what led up to that breakup? Then was it just like mismanaged expectations? Were you like were were you starting to lose momentum? Like, what was like the main frustration? I would say outside of like interpersonal conflict. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, so like life on the road was kind of difficult of course like it was uh yeah. it was so much fun but there was did you have a bus and all that yeah, or, yeah 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 we used to like we didn't have our own one um we used to like obviously depending if we went on a big support tour yeah there was usually maybe that one or we'd rent like i remember one time in particular i think our driver our tour manager uh mucked up on his license or something and yeah, he, he wasn't able to get as big of a bus. So he ended up getting a smaller bus with oh, a trailer wow. behind, which meant Way that was, go, it was a Ford Festiva. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. exactly. Right. Yeah. So anyway, it turned out that this van that we had um, didn't include a bathroom. So 
So we had that uh, little discussion that, okay, girls, here's how it's going to roll. We're going to have to, if you need to pee uh, on the road, and we were doing country to country, you know, uh, we're going to have to stop at um, service stations. And I was like, well, screw that, because five girls, and if there's any alcohol, say, involved, and on these long drives, we decided, all right, are we all okay pissing into a bin? And I was like, I do not mind. I am not mad about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, So we bought some. some, Yeah. Yeah. Legit. So (laughs) I never forget. We had the beds in the bus, but there was like no bathroom. And yep. uh, We squeezed in the like bin into the the seat and an amp. And we bought some scented uh, bags. And that's where we literally peed into for two weeks. So it looked like we were living the dream uh, on that tour. Wow. But really, every wow. morning, one of us had the job of taking that full bin bag yeah. of urine into the venue. How do you, how, now who gets that job? Do we draw straws? Oh, we all Is had turns because it okay. was a long tour. Okay, yeah. It was like a two-week tour and there was five of us. Yeah, so. in America, we would just make the bass player do that. That's a bass player job. <laughs> That's hilarious. You're the piss bag guy. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Well done. You stick to those, uh, that, those That's uh, your job. Strings. That's your okay. job. So I was like, I remember one day, I'm just literally waking up and I was so tired and I think I was walking walking right into like a different part of the venue and they were like where are you going with the piss bag like seriously (laughs) oh yeah and then we were on another tour with another band I remember somebody blocked the toilet so that was out of use and I remember like it was hot it was like we were in Italy as well and 40 degrees um, or like which would be about like 90 here yeah you said 40 degrees I know I, I was in Celsius <laughs> right there I was like oh that's freezing yeah no 40 Celsius which is like yeah, yeah well into hot. the 90s you know and yeah there was there was a lot of <laughs> a lot of good times but it was it was definitely testing on the patients so but internally yeah you know there was there was a few issues um it, it, within the band internally and it's why four of us decided to to combine our our health and and well-being um and just you know i kind of i kind of snowballed the whole thing i kind of started putting out the feelers that you know i'm not happy anymore and honestly i was exhausted and and i don't use that term lightly like i know people say oh i'm exhausted but i was exhausted to the point uh, I remember on one of our last Spanish tours, it was the last night and walking into the venue and I got really dizzy and I work out. So I'm I'm like, I was working out on this tour and we just, I don't know, I think the food in Spain, because I'm allergic to like everything. So I wasn't getting a lot of nutrients either. And by the time we got down into the venue, it was time for sound check. And I just remember lying on the couch and I couldn't move. And then I started screaming. I was like, what is going on and then my body just went into this fit i had a fit and it lasted 45 minutes the ambulance had to come and wow i was having a panic attack and i never had one (laughs) so i was so exhausted i mean i was just yeah it was it was a lot on our bodies like and because we were we were all about doing things ourselves as well like we had manager and we had um tour manager and we had the label and stuff but it was just you know, there was a lot more involved into it than that. And, you know, um, it was it was kind of very testing on, on the health, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it was just some of the best years. But some of my really like 
worst health that I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah, Sounds like seems, a young musician. Yeah, yeah for sure. like a real, yeah, right. that was proper real musician life. Like, I mean, you know, and everybody, you, that's why I never look at a picture and think, oh, look at them all smiling and having a great time. And, you know, you, the, the struggle was for real, real. <laughs> um, but I was just so grateful. Like, I, but, you know, again, for me, I, I was moving to a country that had a different tax system, that had a different language, had a different culture. It was like, it was insane. Everything, like, to me was just like, that was, I had to, like, try and survive in a country as well. That Like, they're great at English. English is their second language. But, you know, and I learned Swedish and I was able to communicate eventually um, with, uh, with it through that. But, I mean... Yeah, just looking back now, it was like it was a test on all levels of life. So, but it, Man. yeah, but it was great. Yeah, you got through it. Yeah, it sounds, <laughs> it sounds like a hell of a ride. Yeah, yeah it really ride. was. It was. It gave me everything that I needed to do to be here today. So, yeah, you know, that's awesome. That's that's why I'm here in America. Yeah, yeah. So take us through that. Like, what, what? So when that ended and you got out of it, like, what, what gave you the idea to come over here? Well, actually, I started thinking about it towards. I've always wanted to be in America. So America oh, okay. was always, I never, Amer- uh, Sweden was never on my on my plan. Right. I kind of, although when I was in England and I was in that band, of course, that I thought that was it. And then, uh, but America has always been somewhere I came to vacate and I just loved it. And I just loved the whole like lifestyle here. So mm. um, when I started thinking maybe that the band wasn't going to be f- me forever, um, I started thinking, right, I'm going to see what the steps are to get over to America because for a European um, and vice versa if you want to go over there it's not just as simple as like I'm going to move to America and have a career Um, so started talking to lawyers and all of that and got the legal side um, underway and I went through three different lawyers I think it was just the kind of visa that I'm on is a really kind of hard visa to get uh also known as the O one one or the Extraordinary Ability. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I've seen that O one. Oh, totally. it, yeah. It's, Pretty much every musician. Like, a lot of yeah. musicians from Australia are on that right. one, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And in order to get the O one, one because every situation is different, mm-hmm. uh, it requires you to have sold so many records, have so much national acclaim, and all of that kind of malarkey. So, okay. I actually said malarkey the other day, and somebody said, oh, my God, you just said malarkey. <laughs> I love that word. You I can get malarkey. away with that. Yeah, that's what they yeah, said too. Yeah. They were like, "Oh my God, but you're ex and you could say anything." I'm like, "Oh God, no!" But it's yeah, and all that malarkey. God, a bunch <laughs> of malarkey. Such a bunch of malarkeys. So yeah, all that malarkey. Anyway, it took me about a year um, to to file and have the have the um, lawyers put through. Got the word that it had been accepted. Was over the moon, and then still had to go up to the embassy. I had some like. Um, passport because it's a three-year visa um i i remember my passport was gonna be out of date in like a year so i had to kind of go and get a new passport and it was it was quite the stressful time but uh, at the same time i got everything sorted and went to the mc had everything you know you have to still have that interview and make sure it's all legit and how's that what is that interview like yeah it is so again i don't get nervous 
But I feel like that's an appropriate time to get a little nervous. Oh my god! What are you doing here? Well, it's not even that. When you go up, I figured that you would go into like a private room. You sit down with an officer and they talk you through. No, you're in a line with people, and everybody can hear everything that's been said. And I watched people be turned away before me. So. There was one guy in front of me and he was grilled for 40 minutes. So you get a time slot, but you do not. You can be in there for hours. They take away your phone. So you have no phone. You have nothing. You just have your paperwork and that's it. What? It's it's crazy. So I remember, I think my, yeah, myself, my actually dad came up. He said, I'll go up to Dublin. I'll spend, I'll, I'll go to the bar or something. And like, there was no way for him contacting me. And right. I mean, like three I was in days there for, later. I, <laughs> He's been in the bar it for three days. It felt like three yeah. days. I'm not even kidding. Um, it was, yeah, because you had to go through metal detectors. It was like, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, you're standing there and watching people in front of you get asked these questions and you're just all standing there like, you know, oh my God. And it, every everybody was there for different reasons. So not everybody's there for the same kind of visa. And yeah just watching people be turned away and it was horrible and I get up to the window and he said to me so what's your extracurricular activity why are you so extraordinary I was wow. like well and I thought wait a extraordinary. minute extraordinary <laughs> I'm a rocker through and through I'm yeah. like Led Zepp, Van Halen not Van Hagar <laughs> <laughs> you know because you kind of like he was he kind of start set the tone and i'm a very let's go with the flow kind of like let's have yeah. a joke yeah. but i was like do i or don't i you know i was like so afraid it's tricky it's tricky because i had it in the airport too and the guy was like having a laugh with me and we were having a great time and then he said do you have anything more than ten thousand in your bags and i was like oh, dude i wish and he was like no 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 this is a serious question i was like oh in that case definitely not <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, but wow. no, the guy, no, no, all he did was Google me. So it was all legit and sent me on my way. So hello, wow. America. Hello, America. Damn, crazy. Okay. And now I'm here with you guys. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty badass, man. <laughs> so, so, well, welcome. Welcome Same. to America. Crazy, like perspective, mm. man, because you never think. No, you know, we're no, just, that's We're just like great. born here and now Oh, we're man, here. you don't know yeah. how lucky you are because, you know, the re- I have to go through all of that again in another year and a half. I'm just not looking forward to it, but hey, you know, so be it. That's crazy. That is really crazy. Mm -hmm. So you're here in America. I am. Why Nashville? I decided on Nashville just because it's one of those places that I knew was going to be, especially a hub for like, because I, you know, I do a bit of traveling and I tour and stuff like that. But I just knew that as a sole female on her own doing the music thing I just knew and I heard about the family unit that's here yes you know and you guys can attest to this I mean there is nowhere else in the world I don't think like this like no not one place I mean like I love LA and I kind of want I have some connections and stuff that I do work wise but um and I miss the beach I definitely do bless you you. (laughs) Um, but I just kind of Nashville was kind of more like I just knew and I heard that it's just a very kind of more inviting place to, you know. So I tried it out for a couple of weeks when I came in because Massachusetts is where um, I kind of first came in through because I have a sister that lives there. And oh, OK, yeah. Nice. 
Yeah. Big Irish Shipping population. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Have you guys so, yeah, because she's over on Nantucket Island. Nice. Um, so, okay. anybody who listens to this or who ever wants to go and visit somewhere like so beautiful in the world, it is just. Oh, it's truly wonderful. I've never been to Nantucket Island, but mm. we went up to Boston. Yeah, last shipping summer. off to Boston. Oh my gosh! And I was shipped up, and I had I had, I had the <laughs> best. Yeah, that that is that's my favorite city. I think United oh, States. It besides is. Yeah, besides yeah. the one we are in right yeah, now. Yeah, but Boston is a it's a whole different animal. It's yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, the history. It the is. Food. There's a lot of history. Um, and I like the people. I like I like that little Boston, Boston. attitude. Little Boston. Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it everyone's is. so wicked lovely. smart it's just and it's the home <laughs> of the Wahlbergs yeah you know? <laughs> I did go to Wahlburgers oh yeah oh man it's it's, it's pretty legit it's pretty legit yeah I like it there is there, and there is a huge um, Irish population there I think yeah. I was 18 turned 19 and I spent six weeks in Boston oh, I remember wow. for a while and I that's when I fell in love I was like loved it I wrote a diary when I went that was just on vacation and Said, I hate Ireland. I want to live in America. Wow. Like, so that kind of sparked it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I honestly, I just, America has just, you know, it's where dreams are made, isn't it? They say. Oh, wow. So, but people do yeah. assume that when you were in Nashville, though, you're a country artist. And honestly, I got here and I thought, yeah, I'll give it a whirl. But honestly, it just taught me I, I'm everything but country 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's slowly yeah. shifting thankfully i think so yeah. i think so it's more diverse yeah. now right i remember when i first came here um i was like okay I'll, i didn't write country music and i was like i guess i could try it and and yeah. i tried it and then all it taught me was like <laughs> like nah dude like you just write the yeah. shit that you love and and ultimately it became country now. Yeah. Like it, it country is yeah. everything, right? It is, it's it just, it, it's blues, it's jazz, it's, it's pop. Yeah. It's, it's everything, but literally country. Country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's um, true. It's crazy. But you know, to speak on that community thing, I mean, it is, and, and that's what kind of sparked, um, you know, that, that whole six one vibe thing. It was like, yeah, it's amazing. The, the vibe yes. here is unlike anything else in the world. Yeah. Um, where you can come and, you know, I met Kev at a, at, a, at, a, at a hotel that I was working at, and uh, on his first day, he came in, all of a sudden, boom, we became best friends, then playing like in a band yeah. together now, owning a company together. It's like, it's that, like, That's, this place yeah. can create magic like that. It does. Not many places can. No. No. So we try to- Lifelong magic, too. Yeah. I feel like yeah. when you meet somebody here and you connect with them, you connect with them, and they're your, you, you literally have made a friend for life. Totally. Yeah. And it's not just like, and, and I love LA too, but I, I yeah. kind of feel like the LA is like, well, what can you do for me? And then, okay, <laughs> yeah, then if you yeah. do this for me, I can do yeah. this for you. And so yeah. Yeah, it is different. It's, it's a family and, and it's, a, it's, it's fucking beautiful, man. It is. There, it really is. And that's what's hard, like, about, like, because I, I would, I just, tomorrow I'd probably just move to somewhere like LA and just have the beach in my life. But it's, it's hard because, you know, you do make these amazing connections and people and there is just a vibe here that is literally unlike anywhere i've ever toured or lived in the world i mean people just open up with like open arms but now i know how to receive like i've, I've met a few people who've said oh, i've just moved here I'm like oh my god welcome and what yeah. can i do for you i know what it feels like everybody knows because everybody who's here isn't necessarily from here so everybody knows that struggle yeah, you know, one hundred percent. Yeah, 
But that whole like Southern, um, I yeah. guess hospitality, hospitality that stays. Yeah, and 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 you do kind of you, you kind of open up and, and be a little bit more nicer to people, and, <laughs> yeah. and you want to help people, yeah. you know, and yeah. and that's that's another great thing about this place. Yeah, but people adopt that as like a narrative, like it's supposed to be a part of here, even though they didn't grow <laughs> up with it, and it's right. not like a part of yeah. their upbringing. They're like, yeah. "Well, I'm in the South, right? Isn't it like a thing?" Yeah. And like people, and like they've just uh, they've like cur- turned the Southern hospitality into like its own version into of like yeah, artist agree. hospitality. Yeah, and that's fucking cool, man. That's yeah, really powerful. It is. It is. Yeah. It's beautiful, in fact. Yeah, yeah. and I really come from is. that kind of culture. Like the Irish culture is really like we're all open arms, we're there to always help and there is just such a, you know, it's a powerful culture so that's what I like about down here too. It's very, that's very cool. Yeah. yeah. I've never been to Ireland. I want to go really bad though. Yeah, you'll have to. My last yeah. name is McElroy so I feel like I have been <laughs> Come on. It's more Irish than You'll mine. be a king. You'll be a king as royalty. <laughs> yeah. Indeed you will. Nice. Indeed you will. What, um, not to completely switch gears here, no. but I like... So is that Hunter S. Thompson and uh, Marilyn Monroe on your right arm? Right. So actually, yes, this is Marilyn. So the only tattoo... We're that doing a tattoo tour. <laughs> a tattoo tour. See. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's good. It, strap on, lads. Um, no, <laughs> but I actually... A lot of my tattoos are just purely art and a lot of people question the story. Marilyn was done actually in Sweden. She oh, was cool. one of the only ones I got in Sweden. The rest that I have on me are actually all in Denmark um, when I used to tour there. But uh, I, d- I had this empty space, you know, I, I didn't have sleeves and uh, I decided, oh, I'll fill it up with something. And I I don't know, I, I just wanted Marilyn Monroe and then, but she has a gun, you know, so. Yeah, that's beautiful though. <laughs> yeah. No, I... I she okay, should so, have a gun. So the Marilyn Monroe, like if Bad you Google... Marilyn. If, yeah, if you Google gangster Marilyn Monroe, yeah. it's all her with a gun. Gun, or like, yeah. She's got like a bandana uh, yeah. on. Yeah, with Like the, the yeah. whole like yeah. thug Marilyn yeah. is like a fucking total... It's total a whole thing. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just like just going down though. that road and then, well, she, she went on there and then... It all escalated. I think it was my 30th and uh, I said to everybody, actually, my parents gave me, uh, they asked me what, what I like and I wanted to get a Gibson J200, you know. Um, but I knew that I was probably going to be moving. I thought, well, you know, I could just get it another time. So I just decided to use all that money and put it on my body. Nice. Um, yeah. And it all started, like, it all kind of escalated from there on in and, I just Dude, Who's the guy great. then on the front? I think that's actually a girl, but somebody asked me. Oh, it is. Somebody yeah. asked me one time, was it Elton John? I was like, no, I that like was, Elton John. Okay. I thought, I thought it was Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. It, looks, yeah. it looks like That's what I was wondering <laughs> yeah, yeah. who you were referring to. So yeah, everybody sees something different, you know. Uh, now, okay, the thing I, I get asked a, most, female, is, is it you? <laughs> now, okay, yeah. here's yeah, the thing. Yeah. I have to watch this shit in the mirror every day. I'm certainly not going to put my own face. Right, on my yeah. Face. There are people who have my yeah. tattoo. That's fine. That's on your, their body, not on mine. I, I so, And like when they ask me, oh, like odd. I'm not dressed as a nun. Why would I be dressed yeah. as a nun? Right, right. There's people that have you tattooed on them. Yeah. So how do, What's that like? How, do, how, do, how Wait, does that really? make you feel? People have you tattooed <clears> on them? So Oh, like I was saying in Sweden, wow. like we used to, as the band, we rad. used to sign a lot of things. And I remember like people, a lot of people have our signatures tattooed on okay. their arms or on whatnot. Um, and then that kind of 
went into like another thing. So I used I get a lot of like really amazing like artists who've like drawn my picture and stuff and you know like you, we always got a lot of strange things in through but every now and again there'd be a good one and then um he's actually uh from new hampshire uh tom sardini so he owns a tattoo shop himself and he's a tattoo oh. artist and um great like became a great friend um uh, but prior to that had seen the band really liked what we did and liked a lot of swedish uh, bands and bands across the world so would always get tattoos of them and then he asked me would it be okay <laughs> if he had my face and i was like hey tom go for it hey. <laughs> whatever you want full, uh, full back tat full back <laughs> tat <laughs> your face i'm on the rib i'm on the rib eating some corn on the cob oh wow. yeah i'm always eating it. i'm always eating so <laughs> that would be actually more true <laughs> so there's that and then uh yeah I had some photographers who made my a picture they took maybe into a into their whole like table and wow yeah there's that's yeah, awesome uh yeah i, I don't no, think cool. i'd I, yeah it, i don't think i'd be mad at that I'd be no like, i it's oh, it's yeah. truly like people it, it, it's still surprised because you know you you it's are cool like you never think yeah and and i suppose my, my mom always used to say as well she said but what if you leave the band yeah. um and i was like well the thing is a lot of people and a lot of what i would call like you know really super fans like they they don't see it like that they just you know i suppose like they get the logo or they get the, yeah. the tats and i suppose that was an era so like not every band ends up staying together forever like somebody either dies or they break up so it's just like an ode to yeah you know yeah just like when people tattoo kind of like stories of their yeah. life you know it's something yeah. that happened and it's it something ha- that happened and right. me right you know but you know that being said i know people put people's names on them and you know then yeah. <laughs> have to get yeah. them covered up so just lesson learned um boys and girls like just be mindful of what you're putting on your body but yeah did you ever do that no i never did i was okay. just never i no i i'm not i'm a very private person okay. like more so because of everything i had to go through yeah um i kind of just like my private life is my private life but it also has to seep out into some social too so it's because yeah. like i i sometimes post pictures with family members and then they were getting messages and i was just like oh god Ooh, it's like well, not like don't be invading them like you don't need to do yeah. that but i get that there was there was a couple of really <laughs> challenged people i want to say i don't know it's just mm, yeah. you know it comes with the territory and especially rock and roll and especially we were five you know middle middle young to middle-aged uh women doing it so like our main fan base was older gentlemen so you know dirty larry oh dl all right so let's <laughs> let's shift gears to nashville so we come to nashville yeah. do we know anybody I don't know a single person you know when anybody. I move. Apart from there was one guy actually, um, Adam Dredd, and he's he's ran for council here a bunch. He's a he's a known name here pretty okay. much. Um, but he, my sister had sang at one of his weddings because she's a singer too, and he kind of like when I came into town, just kind of like was dad and was able to just like just get me on my feet. But yeah. apart from that, I knew not one single person. Wow. Nope. So what'd you do? I mean. I'm talking like 
first couple of weeks here. I mean, like getting into. I mean, you're 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 a great writer. You're writing a lot. Like, how how, how are we getting into these rooms? Is it is it a lot of hustle? Is it yeah. Lot- well, what I did was I, th- I think it was a month or two before actually moving. Moving, I decided to come for a couple of weeks and just you know give it a whirl and make connections and I really did like I went to town like I just like went to every kind of bar and and tried to do some open mic nights and stuff like that um so through those couple of weeks I was able to just continue just getting more and more contacts and booking in more things even got whiskey jam and stuff like that you know what I mean like and that's you know I mean it was just like it snowballed from there and then I just honestly guys though I like people say like I don't understand how you can work so much like you are literally cause you never stop and I'm like I've probably put in seriously the equivalent of like five years work into one year like yeah. it, it has been just absolutely madness but like I just love what I do and like I've reaped success or getting success that people don't see until years of being here. So when people are like you're only here this amount of time, you've got this, this, and this, I'm like, well, yeah. you know, I'm working really hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, I see your social media, like I, I, on your mind stories and stuff. You're like here, then you're there, then you're back here, then you're doing a session, then you're doing this, and you're <laughs> like, like you, you are, you're hustling it up. Yeah. Yeah, what's your approach to like networking and what do you say to people that think they might be putting in the type of effort, but they're like way far behind on like how much they, how hard they actually have to work? Yeah, I I always say to people like, you know, it's like, I get that not everybody has maybe that same energy, but it's like, unless you are writing and doing your craft like every single day, there are no such thing as days off in my mind. Now, Mm. that being said, you should like because having gone through exhaustion and stuff like it's important to center yourself. Yeah. So I work with a, a healer and I wor- I do a lot of meditation and I work out my working out. Like when people are like, I don't understand why you're like, are you a boxer? Are you into fitness? What is it? I, we don't understand. But that for me is meditation. Yeah. So you you're know, creating that mitochondria, which is giving you all that energy. Yeah, too, yeah. Yeah. I do not sleep enough. I definitely know that. I'm only literally getting like four and a half, five hours a night and wow. sometimes six if I'm lucky seven. But um i i every day i get my meditation in of some sort and i get a workout in it's yeah. just that's 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 uh, but i'm you know i'm a very healthy eater as well like you know health and nutrition yeah. and fitness is as big to me for my mindset as it is that's why right. i can go for, like if if sleep wasn't an actual thing i would never sleep yeah yeah i wish I, it wasn't a thing i really too. wish yeah. it wasn't like honestly i procrastinate going to bed yeah, and I, that's coming from someone that loves to sleep. Like, <laughs> I could sleep all day. Yeah, really. So, and yeah. so that's, the, I, I'm the opposite. Like, You're you like, wish yeah. sleep wasn't a thing so you can keep going. I wish sleep was a thing so I, like, wouldn't lose so much time. Yeah, yeah it is more oh, like, yeah. I feel like the hours I'm in bed, like, I could be doing something. So, like, I hate going to bed. Right. The, oh, I'll yeah. tell you what, the, this, this is what pisses me off the most. And, and she, this. well, this is what pisses her off the most. Yeah, go is, on. I'm like, uh, I'm like at like a two thirty three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and I get like a song idea. Now sometimes, right. and let me ask you this too: mm-hmm. as a songwriter, I'll dream like I'll have a dream of like a melody or something, or like a song of like some guy singing on stage. And then I wake up and I try to sing it, and I'm like, motherfucker, I gotta get my ass out of bed and come in here and take my <laughs> take cell the phone, phone yeah, yeah. pick up the guitar up, and then record it. And like, yeah. I I used to like 
you know, it was like 50, 50, like, nah, man, I don't know if I'm gonna do it. I started doing it like every single time, like just get your fucking yeah. ass and do it. And then, you know, like yeah, I, I, you have to. I do this vocal recording of like a yeah. groggy sleepy voice. Like, ah, yeah, it's working. It's it is, awesome. isn't it? So you that's when to. sleeping is great because well, sometimes sleeping, like, your subconscious yeah. can kind well, of Well, I was just going to say, so you go into the theta state of mind when yes. you're, um, when you're asleep and for the first I think isn't it something like uh, 15 minutes after you wake up you're still in that state of mind mm-hmm. yeah. that groggy kind of sometimes depending on the cycles that you do but that is where your creative brain gets to like your your conscious brain rests but your subconscious is always going yeah and that's why it's really important to obviously when you're creative to get that stuff down so that you don't forget it because it only goes yeah. into the short term memory. But it's also like being, you know, being kind to your subconscious mind. So uh, filling yourself with positive affirmations and different things, because what we res- take in is literally what we're putting out. So, mm. um, you know, and your conscious brain and your subconscious mind and brain do not know the difference hence why manifestation works and you know different things like that can and when you're in a state of hypnotherapy and in a state of like complete relaxation in the theta like state of mind you can achieve a lot of things totally yeah, are you know. into uh dr joe dispenza oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, yeah I've been uh I've, I've been into him for a bit um nice. not religiously but yeah Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. He talks a lot about that stuff, which is really awesome. Yeah. Um, I, do you, do you have fan. like, what's that? I'm a big fan of that kind of like lifestyle. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. It helps a lot. Yeah. And there's even studies where like meditation can replace sleep, sleep. to a certain extent. It's equivalent like, to like five hours sleep if you can get into the really deep like yes. hypnotic state of mind. Yeah. yeah. And wasn't there, a, there, I read that there's a weird study done where um, I don't think it's like the best thing to do, but basically, uh, there was a group of like military personnel, I believe, and I'm going to butcher the story a little bit, so I'm, no, I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> but there was a group of military personnel and I guess they figured out that like those REM cycles, you're mm-hmm. only getting the best amount of sleep for like 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. So basically they would take 20 minute naps just yeah. around the clock. Yeah. And w- eventually like the first week fucking sucks, but then eventually yeah. you're, you're able to fall asleep within seconds of, yeah. because you've trained, trained your, your brain, brain to, to go yeah. to sleep right away. Right. And it'll just go into that deepest REM cycle for yeah. that 20 minutes and come up. And apparently wow. legend yeah. has it like after you make it through like, two months of that you're just on that cycle and you're good to go but yeah. like very few people can actually make it through make it the through gauntlet the of like actually do that it sounds fucking excruciating to me yeah. i d- definitely don't want to try it but, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's interesting because it, it parallels the same lines as as what meditation does right yeah. if you if you don't get a lot of sleep and you do a very effective 30 to uh, even an hour-long meditation yeah. in place of a nap. Oh, Like God, sitting yeah. up, doing correct breathing techniques, like yep. getting to that state. You can easily feel more refreshed coming out of it than you, you know. Honestly, yeah. yes, 100%. Like, and I yeah. could talk t- for days on this I, Me too. I'm, I'm mean, super fucking passionate. I just, and like, I'm, you know, honestly, well, my wife is big in the meditation. She'll do it every single yeah. day. And so she's she's begged me to, to start <laughs> trying. Now, I, I've yeah. gotten into the working out, and I totally right. get that for also from, you know, mental Just uh, mental, strength. there's nothing else. Yeah. Um, but I, I have started doing it, mm-hmm. like tiptoeing. But, man, there Small is size. definitely something to it. Yep. It really mm-hmm. is. No, there really yeah. is. And I think uh, it's just one of those things, you know, I'll never forget when you came over to my parents' house a long time ago. Here's a f- kind of a funny story. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, 
we were, I think we were playing a show in Akron. And you're like, hey, man, I just need like 15, 20 minutes. And my parents live on a lake. And he's like, he sits on the dock. He's like, I'll, I'll be right in. And he's like sitting there like Love Indian it. style, like in the cheat, just getting that Love zen, that overlooking yeah. the lake. I'm getting looking out the window. My dad and I are looking like, what is this weirdo doing? <laughs> but then I realized that's probably the most, that was probably the coolest thing ever because mm. I, I shit, I should be doing that. I should be doing that. It's Dude, I, I have, I mean, I battled like pretty deep depression and super right. fucking strong anxiety. I've been, yeah. in th- you know, therapy for like the last three years and it, it literally saves me, right? So I don't really have a choice in it, but I'm like, yeah. I mean, in life, I was just born an extra sensitive, empathic mm-hmm. person, Empa- yeah. you know? And so there's <laughs> yeah, a yeah. lot of shit that I got to like get out and yeah. it's either going to come out in a panic attack Rice. or it can be filtered uh, healthily, healthily through, through through meditation. Yeah. 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 Oh, there is. Yeah it, yeah, it it truly is. Um, and I wish I didn't have to do it sometimes, but oh, <laughs> I, I know, really have to. I know it's, but yeah. you know your state of mind, like how you are. I think it's so important to look after you. Like I always use the yeah. pain analogy. Uh, look after you before you like serve from a full cup, because if you are unempty, how can you give yourself to anybody? F- no matter what it is creatively emotionally personally mm-hmm. so on a plane if a plane's going down what is what is it they always say to you attend to yourself before you attend to anybody else so look after number one and i i took a sure. long time to learn and realize that but no i think it's so important to center yourself center your energy so that you and you know being in the industry that we are there are things called like cords of attachment and stuff and people will literally like i am empathic and I take a lot of, and I give a lot of energy, but I take a lot into. So mm, I, yeah. you know, I've learned techniques now to rid myself of any unwanted entities, which I've had a lot of. Um, yeah. And it's just like centering yourself, being able, you know, because when you're feeling good and you're in a good creative state of mind, then you get the best results. Like the totally. most, the best songs I'm, I'm writing right now are because I'm in such a good state of mind. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, I also think that too, with like relationships, they, right. they always say, you know, how can you hundred percent love someone else if you're not hundred percent? Exactly. Like, with you? In love with yeah, yourself. Right. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. You know, and two halves don't make a whole, you should be a hundred and they should be a hundred and you should combine yeah. and be 200. Like this whole thing about giving half of yourself. Fuck that. No. Like, yeah. One hundred percent. That is such a fucking, that is that's, just that's very toxic. Such a that's bullshit. called codependency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, for this sure. bitch ain't codependent ever. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Yeah. That's, that's also too, like, you know, be, being hundred percent with yourself and like being confident with yourself. Like when you're songwriting, like, and I'm sure yeah. there's days where you're walking in these rooms and like, you're the happiest person in the world. And like today we're going to write the saddest fucking song. Right. In the world. But yeah. There's yeah. something to that. Yeah. Like you can get there but by not being like all depressed and sad and like, oh, my wife left 100%. me or whatever. No, no, you can be the happiest motherfucker out there and like sit there and like really tell a sad story yeah. because it's coming from a place it's of coming love. From, yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I can legit, I write in a lot of different uh, ways and for a lot of different like or write for sync or which to anybody listening who's not a musician is like writing for like movies or movies, or TV different things shows, like yeah. that you know TV shows and it's not necessarily always maybe from my heart and it's not my story but I certainly as an artist when I write I I truly believe that we have a platform just like you guys with your clothing range have a platform to, to speak and help others 
Yeah. And so that's why it's important if you are going to be in the public eye and you are going to be somewhat of an influencer of any degree, then you should, one, take care of yourself and be that positive force to give a message to whoever it is totally. that's listening. Because not everybody is creative and not everybody has that ability to think the way we do. So uh, I believe that's it's a, it's a great gift to have t- to then go out and share with the world something that's, yeah. you know... I feel like sometimes, um, especially like writers, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like sometimes we have to remind ourselves of what you just said. Like not everyone is creative all the time. And and sometimes, I, I guess in like country music where they always tell you like, or, or so, okay, let's, let's say this. Some of the best songs ever written are written from a place of love, but they're also very simply put. It doesn't take, it's a creative approach to say these things, but like sometimes it's just like, you know, not many people they don't you could say the simplest thing like i love you but it's how you say it and so many people like they don't think like we do they don't think like you do and so they're like man you said everything in those like two lines that i've just been feeling but i just don't have words for it i don't express that and so it's a good thing to be reminded of when you are creating like people out there they don't they may not have like i guess the um i don't have the word but like they don't know how to grasp to what you're like. Yeah. They wouldn't say it. No. That's why they need you. Yes. You need to say it. We are the language. It's like music you're, the is a language. language. Beautifully, beautifully you put. Yeah. yeah. It is. And it's like, it's speaking through words and through music and emotion. So yes. emotion is like, you can give two people the same song, but it's the emotional delivery sometimes of how you actually sing it. Absolutely. Like if you feel like I've cried singing, so like, or feel like, because I'm too empathic too so I, I close my eyes a lot when mm-hmm. I sing really important stuff because yeah. if I feel people are crying in the audience then I'll cry and then it's just no good for anybody yeah. um, <laughs> but like if you emotionally feel it, like, look people want honesty I truly believe that so 100%. like I'm a no bullshit like I'll give it to you straight out like you know I what you see is what you get I'm yeah. not I'm not a girl who goes around like acting like I'm one thing and then being another so and I'm I'm truly honest and I will be honest in my flaws but I'll be honest in like whatever message I'm trying to give so yeah whatever that may be I think if you can relate if people feel like they can relate which is the biggest thing in songwriting right you always want people who listening now that being said sometimes I've been in rooms and like no that's too clever I'm like well you know what fuck that because I I'm not going to Kmart this stuff just to sell. I I want to speak to people on an actual emotional level here. And I'm an artist that's not going to sing the same old bullshit that's already out there. There's there's a ton of other people doing that. So um, like I always I don't know why I use this particular artist, but I always say, well, Jason Isbell wouldn't sing it like that. Like, well, he's he's in his own (laughs) class and I think (laughs) he's delivering the real business. Yeah, he's not maybe to everybody's taste, but you don't have to. Kmart is the same. No, everything, amazing. you know. Well, Kmarting. I, I was <laughs> at a little bit of a hit writer once, and I'll never forget this. I brought in an idea that I was so proud of. I think I told you this story. I'm not yeah. going to say his name, but I was so proud of this idea. I've been working on it for weeks. I knew I was going to present it to him, and we were going to write. And he, and I thought it was genius. Yeah. And I still think Probably the idea was, is genius. And maybe I should bring no it to you. you. But yeah. he he's just like, yeah, man, I get what you're saying, but would Bubba? who is in a pickup truck in like <laughs> Wyoming sitting in traffic like is he really going to get what you're saying and I'm like I don't care yeah because who gives a fuck? 
<laughs> I I so Seriously. so maybe I'm saying it like in a little bit too creative way, but like it's just how I'm feeling. Yeah. That's how I want to it's from your heart. It. Yeah, I hate I hate filters. I hate limiting. Yeah. I hate going into a room where people are over editing, like before you even begin. You're killing the magic. Yeah. Quincy Jones said something really cool yeah. one time. He goes, you know, when you when you go in the room and you are already like take a great idea and you start talking about like money and who this yeah. is for no, and all this no. stuff, he goes, God leaves the room. Right. 100%. And, and I totally agree with that. 100%. Let's just create. Yeah. Let's just fucking create magic, yeah. man. Like That's seriously. It. And I'm 100% about that. And I, I don't care. Like many people, I will tell them this and I will continue and I'll say it on this microphone and I'll stand by my word. I have never done and will never do music for money. And I don't care what anybody wants to believe, if they want to believe me or they don't, but I follow a passion, not a paycheck. Money comes my way because I do what I do and I do it with 100% heart. And that's why I earn money doing what I do. I have never sat in a room or writing songs, even like I've got a song now coming in out in a movie and people are like, oh my God, the money. I'm like, it's not even that. Honestly, it doesn't even... Like, you know why? Because I, and I've always said this, if you can wake up every day and know what you do and are happy doing what you do for free, then you know you're in the right job. And I yeah. personally, and like, and I have for years. Yeah. I, I'm not going to sugarcoat those days in Thunder Mother when everybody thought I was making millions. I wasn't. I wasn't making a penny. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the first time I'll be honest about that. Like, there, you know, we do get royalty checks and what, it won't pay my bills. Sure. Like, it, it, you know it gave me a great platform and there was money but it wasn't like if i was doing it for the money i'd have left after the first week yeah do you know what i mean it's it's not it's not what makes because i think music is a passion it comes from somewhere a lot deeper than you know (laughs) i didn't do it for money i did it all for free i did it all to fill the fucking hole inside of me yeah that's it yeah quoted Josh Toff and Buck Cherry <laughs> also Bob Dylan once said this really great thing and you just inspired me to say this but he said success is a person who can wake up every day doing the thing they love to do that's all success is it's success it's not yeah. money and success you know people have I once heard um, what is success or like what is fame what is bloody blah and success for one person might be a mother putting her five children to bed uh, success might be for somebody to take breaths on their own without a breathing machine you know success for me is being able to speak and make people cry and be able to know that like through music that you're connecting exactly and so that that for me is worth a million dollars you know I like you know and that's why when people used to say like how can you go from playing in front of 25,000 to maybe like five people I'm like it's easy because once there are ears listening and listening to whatever message it is and I connect with even just one person, I've done my job and I'm happy. Like I would literally mm. die happy knowing that like I've affected people in a good way. So that's fucking you know. it. You heard it right here on the bombcast. Man. That's <laughs> yeah. the shit we like to get. Thank you so much for that. That's beautiful. No, that really is beautiful. That's amazing. But that's what I like about people here, like and you guys. Yeah. You know, you do it because you love what you do. You wouldn't yeah. be here. You wouldn't keep going if you didn't. No, it comes from a very, very real place. Yeah. Um, and so, and I think people are starting to pick up on that and feel that, um, which is which is awesome. And and same thing, like 
we've already affected a few people that have come up to us and been like, Hey, I was thinking about going one direction, but like seeing your guys's message and like what oh, you stand amazing. for has made me kind of second guess on like how I can maybe take a, another look at how I can make my artist career actually happen. And like, so it's already been yeah. successful, like because it affected just one person on yeah. that level. Yeah. I mean, that's fucking crazy Isn't to me, which amazing. like well in done. the best way, though, yeah. you know, and as as songs do this too, songs have the power to do this. As that message, "Bomb Your Boundaries," um, which we'll get to in a second. But like, uh, I'll never forget we were at a trade show a couple of weeks ago, and there was a girl who was working a, a table next to us, and and she, you know, this we kind of came together through music, Kevin and I, and this clothing line I think kind of stemmed from that and poetry, and then what Kevin was going through too. Mm-hmm. But a very powerful thing happened when she came up. I think she she was talking to me, and she goes, I, I, I've been a drug addict for a very long mm-hmm. time. And she's mm-hmm. like, I just lost a friend last week. And she's like, I'm thinking about using. And she goes, I kept seeing from the side of my table on the side of your tent, it said, bomb your boundaries. And she's just like, that just, I want to let you know that resonate with wow. me to, to, to not use. And I was like, that's fucking beautiful. Isn't that like you know, could potentially save a life? And that was never the intention behind no. that. Like, no. But, but how I, it's I was like, escalated. I was like, wow, it does like reflect on an yeah. addict's journey yeah. too, man. And Oh, yeah. yeah. Like anybody with any kind of struggle. Like music is one struggle, but yeah, personal struggles. On, and, you know, we all have friends or family like who literally go through like yeah. a lot of heartache or, or, or a lot of problems and personal struggle that they're not always honest about either. That's, uh, very that's, true. that's yeah, the other yeah. thing because a lot of you know and especially a culture where I come from it's just unheard of you do not talk about any problems you have that's just right you know everything's always sunshine and rainbows and yeah yeah and you know that you just it isn't it isn't the dumb thing to talk and unfortunately then suicide becomes a problem because mm-hmm. you know when you when you bottle up too much and you don't get it out then of course you have people who can't cope and then Unfortunately, there could have been like the saying, like bomb your boundaries if they had to just seen it and realized that they're not alone and that, you know, you can actually, you know, come out the other end. Then yeah. you could potentially save a life. And isn't that a beautiful thing? I mean, so oh, go yeah. you guys. Seriously, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And like same thing with that. That's why everything is like is in like printed in an aggressive tone like yeah. you know we came up in the rock world punk rock hip-hop and all that stuff so obviously that it blends like the designs yeah. blend with that culture but at the same time it's by design because like <laughs> fighting those internal battles is not a fucking soft thing you no know? It's, it's a it's a big fucking deal and you have to you know yes yeah. uh, you know we're not yeah. trying to like no you're be pg-13 sh- about no. it like well you come on the whole fuck, fuck up, cancer dude. thing like yeah I, when yeah. i lived in sweden people wouldn't even sometimes wear the things oh that says fuck i'm like oh you are you actually kidding me right now? Right. Like, right. Come right. on. This is a strong message. And I truly believe I even, I cursed in songs as well. Like I, I legit went into the studio yesterday and I'm like, do you think it's okay? I was like, hell fucking yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's power. It's you, it is. like, if you do it in the correct way and you do it with enough passion and integrity and yeah. like there's some form of not class behind it, but like, I mean, 
you will speak to the masses more because it's honesty and people want honesty. They don't want sugar-coated shit. Yes, yeah. I'm a big fan of a guy named Tom Bilyeu who created uh, Quest Nutrition. They're oh, like Quest, Quest. Nutrition yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he's, dude, he's an incredible dude. Impact Theory is his podcast, like, if anyone wants to listen to it. Um, he's just like, he's like one of my personal heroes, just a rad dude. Anyway, mm-hmm. he always shares a story about how they did a study on where they would have a bucket of like ice cold water and they would do a test round where they would have people put their arm in the ice cold water and hold it in for as long as humanly possible and like when it was just unbearable they'd take it out and they got the baseline there now they went back to those same subjects and they were like all right put your hand back in the freezing cold water and right when you're about to pull it out say all the curse words you can imagine fuck you motherfucker blah 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 and just scream it as loud as you can don't be afraid and uh people were able to hold their arm in the water 30% longer than when they did the the, uh, the initial baseline round. And so as a metaphor, you can look at our clothing line or fuck cancer yeah. or anything like that with the same type of, like that's why we're bringing that intensity there, right? Because you can stay in the fight longer, longer. when you get yeah. a little more intense totally. like that. Yeah, and you totally. don't restrict how you feel. Like restricting, mm-hmm. yeah. the brain works that way too. That's why hello girls, especially out there as a female, diets do not fucking work okay restriction right. the brain does not like restriction yeah. yes they will work for about two weeks because you'll lose all your water weight and you'll do all this but guess what and haven't been through like intermittent fasting and doing all these different things which is a lifestyle and it's actually really good but personally as a person who just gets so involved internally with something and it's all in or all out like 100% the brain does not like to be restricted yeah. so right. If you restrict how you are, like even I find myself if I'm around people and I feel, oh, I really have to hold back. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're you like, I'm not myself. me, and then I'm awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Everyone's too. on some weird behavior, right? And like it's, it's not gonna be a good time. So I legit, I'll come into a room and I'm like, hey, I'm Claire, I'm a fucking hot mess. So yeah. take it or leave it. Here we uh, go. And and you know what, <laughs> people who are prude or like what I would call maybe classified prude, um open up because they feel oh i can be a little more myself now yes totally. yeah that's so totally. funny i yeah i remember i went into a meeting i just left uh an industry today officially that i had been in for the last four years that i like congratulations kevin mcroy oh, thanks brother oh, thank, you, yeah. thank you yeah i mean it was it was good for the time oh, yeah. i learned a lot of lessons there was a lot of bullshit <laughs> i mean i'm out of it now but i remember i good you know you. I, I can work from home from it but sometimes we had to go into an office for a meeting yeah and i just sat down with this with this one person who was new to the industry i just started unleashing i didn't know her but she was oh like she's like a and you could tell she was like hyper reserved and was like yeah. in corporate like um i have to like watch my words mode and she like completely like dropped her shoulders and she was like wow i really appreciate your honesty and then she had plenty of bullshit to say about the particular topic we were saying too and i'm like dude why don't why don't we just make this a norm man yeah you don't have to fucking speak exactly it's could you imagine if we all spoke the truth like if we all spoke what we really thought i think there was a movie done on that it would make people better because if there was no if if we didn't want to talk shit about someone else then they have elevated to a certain point where they're like not being annoying or whatever that's where being straight is important like there is there don't get me wrong i can filter myself and i can like hold back a little bit if i need to but sure and it's not about being cruel no it's not being cruel exactly but i'll be bloody well honest with you like if you're pissing me off or I don't like I've often like about to go and run and somebody like even as simple as like oh do you mind if I join you I'm like well to be honest like 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do mine. This is me time, and I'm gonna do my own thing. And I don't want you to feel like you have to either keep up, or I'd have to keep up, or whatnot. Like I, I truly believe that. Like I used to try and people please all the time, and who ends up getting hurt? You, you You do. I think we've all been there. I think that's something that everybody goes through. And you either like you either fix that shit, or you just continue (laughs) to suffer. Yeah, throughout your rest of your life. So no suffering. Trying to people please, man. Bomb your boundaries. Do not like exactly. Do not suffer. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, shit. I think I think we're at that point. Yeah, let's um, do it. And there's so much more. Like, oh, guys, I know we like can sit go for days. days. I can this, literally can, talk for hours. Can I say? I think this Part is going to have to be a two-parter. <laughs> yeah, well, well I'm you'll all definitely about be it. back. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. We uh, we are at that special hour and a half uh, oh. uh, mark. So I love that. Shit, and I'm, I'm not so even no, 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 no. We and, and I want to continue this, but um, uh, just for time's sake, right now. Yeah. Uh, and where we're at in the story, I think it, it, it's it's about that time we we ask our guest uh, every pot every bombcast mm-hmm. um, what bomb your boundaries means to you. Uh, there's no right or wrong answer. You can say whatever comes off the mm-hmm. top of your head or out of your heart. Um, but uh, Clara Cunningham, what does bomb your boundaries mean to you? I think bomb your boundaries, like literally for me personally, would be something like to the effect of like just do not give up, like. And boundaries, like, are there sometimes, and I look at it, like, in a, sometimes in a political way or sometimes in a, in a more social way. I truly believe, I, I don't see colour, I don't see political, I don't see religion. I think just bulldoze your way through and just do not stop. Like, see what it is you need. Don't hurt anybody in the experience of it, you know, but just go and get whatever it is that is yours. And when you do so, grab it by the balls <laughs> and go for it and show people that you can actually do shit. Like, honestly, like, and you Kev, like, I've been through anxiety and I've been through a lot and I truly believe that if you just, just go and get whatever it is you want and just, like, literally be that bomb, like, just, like, and be a good one, like, like have have a good ripple effect. Uh, yeah. Because and if you do, and a, like you imagine a bomb goes off somewhere, it causes chaos. But you can be a good chaos. Yeah. So if you like legit like bomb through the shit, but in a positive force, then other people will latch onto that, and perhaps like you know you can be that force to show that it can be done. So. I think, and honestly, there are no boundaries, really. Like, when we look at life, go for it, you know. There are always going to be social things and religious and da-da-da-da. Like, and even coming here, people started talking about the president. I was like, Why, what the fuck's he got to do with anything? Yeah, <laughs> I, right, right. I, he ain't going to stop me. Gonna like, stop I me. don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, you're already here. <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> here. I, like, nobody, no. So if you, if you, and so, yeah, basically just... You can do and be and achieve whatever it is you actually want, but you truly have to believe in what you do. So, so bomb through it, but let that bomb like be like you know, let it tick for a while. But when you go off, make sure it goes off and everybody bloody knows about it. So yeah. <laughs> maybe in that respect, wow. that's beautiful. No, I love Very it. beautiful. <laughs> yep, yep. Explosive chaos, but just explosive. be positive. In explosive positive chaos, way, yeah. man. No, that's that's right. That's Intense, gorgeous. focused, and explosive. That's, what <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Anyway, 
might have a song here, boys. Yeah. I'm explosive and explosive. (laughs) There's that that whiskey voice. (laughs) Look, we need that whiskey voice. (laughs) That is amazing. Well, thank you. Where do people find you online? Uh, I do have a website. Um, it is clairecunninghammusic.com and my name is spelled the Irish way, so it's C-L-A-R-E, no I, um, cunninghammusic.com. Messed that up for a long time. <laughs> yeah. 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 It does need a little updating right now, um, but I'm I'm going through a whole, I'm trying to just rebrand and stuff like that, so I'm going to work over the holidays are doing that um but yeah all the handles and stuff but at claire c official is most of the handles that you'll find online and yeah yeah follow yeah. claire on especially your instagram stories man you're always <laughs> up to something it's just this this this, and i'm like well th- that is a great example of a just fucking hustle man yeah. like, you, you really do Oh, well, I, I want I want people to see that, like, I actually, like, I do work. I, like, you know, there are things coming up in the pipeline. I've got my first cut coming. I've got a song and a movie. I've got stuff coming up, but it isn't been handed to me. I'm legit working my yeah. ass off. Right? No, you're killing it. And then I'm real, too. I'll be like, look at this bullshit that's happening in my car. Look at this shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I am living life, too, you know. I'm a real yeah. person. And I think if you're real with people, people will connect with you because, you know. It ain't all roses, so. And even, look, hand me a million dollars tomorrow and I'll still be the same person. I don't care. Yeah. I don't I don't give a shit. Whatever people, and people always say, oh, you'll change. Oh, don't let money forget where you're from. But I don't come from my culture like that. And I've yeah, never really. let it affect me. So um, stay true to yourself. Bomb your boundaries, bitches. That's right. And even that right there is just a, a, an example of like imposed boundaries, like yeah. putting shame on someone for like this fucking fucked I up know. narrative. It's like, it's shut up, so dude. Yeah. Like that doesn't help anyone. No, you it don't doesn't. Shit, so it doesn't. Anybody who has anything in life, unless it's literally been handed to them, have worked their asses off for it. Totally. And especially entrepreneurial ship. So, and any successful person will never put down another successful person. The only people who put down people are those who want to take your power away and fuck those guys. So, yeah. 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 that's what I say to that. <laughs> that's but. fucking beautiful. I love the fact that I can curse on this, by the way. So, sorry to anybody who will listen in. No, later. No, 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 no. Sorry, they not sorry. They know. <laughs> iTunes has it flagged as explicit. Yeah. Like, I love it. Know. It's explicit it and is. it's there for reasons would you <laughs> would you do us the honor and come back and 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 continue this conversation I would and, love and do like maybe we'll let the holidays but i i, I love yeah. a part i love yeah, a part yeah. too and we'll yeah. talk about how your holidays were and then oh, just sure. dive Let's right back that. into stuff because yeah. I, I think yeah. we have a lot to talk about i think we do because totally, i still want to hear more about like what you have in the works like what you're yeah. excited about all yeah. That yeah yeah yeah, yeah like, sure yeah and i just totally. love i love your 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 positive energy and your outlook um and your determination i think we all kind of share we do. Uh, I think we're, we're so, very yeah. similar in that respect. If yeah. it was five hours of us just talking <laughs> shit like that, I think people would get something out of that. So I'm yeah, because totally like I listen to podcasts and yeah, I'm sure totally. people yeah. who listen in listen to other things. So yeah, if For we sure. can say one thing that resonates, then yeah, let's do it. That's the magic. Absolutely. It is. And I love you guys, by the way. And please go and support these guys because they're absolutely oh, amazing. Man. And their clothes, I'm not like, I'm like, I think people think, oh, you just say that because you get, no, I'm <laughs> like legit, I'm real. And I think anybody who's listened in realizes that and I'm yeah. not going to bullshit anybody. So this, this shit is real and it actually goes to a good cause, which is, you know, even more apparent. So like, that's what I love about it. So yeah, continue awesome. being awesome. Thank <laughs> you so much. appreciate it, man. You too. Well, I know you guys got 
a ton of value out of that. I, I, I'm looking forward to hearing this one back. I'm going to need this oh. on some, uh, on some rainy days just to like get my spirits back up. So yeah. I know you felt it too. Um, please, you know, I know we ask this every time, but it really helps to rate and review on iTunes. Just go over there, give us a five-star review, write a little something in there. We love to, to see that positive feedback, um, or email us bombers and sleeves at gmail.com. We really want to hear from you guys. Um, we have a new line out, the 61 Vibe line for anyone that's listening uh, local to Nashville. And basically what that is, is a movement to help support creative and economic integrity in the city of Nashville. And what that means is to touch back on what Claire was talking about earlier tonight is like the just special like family community that we have here in Nashville. It is amazing. Sometimes I feel like it uh, could be threatened a little bit with the rapid expansion that we have in the city here. And, you know, like I, I spent, I spent some years in the housing industry. I'm not anti-housing, but when there is a large housing boom and um, prices go up like this, sometimes people that are coming from out of town, especially artists, cannot afford to stay here and contribute to the community that we have. So there needs to be just a little bit of reform and maybe have some like uh, more affordable housing for artists. And so 6-1-Vibe altogether ultimately is going to turn into a nonprofit that funds creators dreams and then also goes towards um, hopefully some some more affordable housing for artists that are just moving here so uh, we are not there yet but your purchase of the 61 vibe items lead to that uh, bigger mission so if you guys are in Nashville listen to that and that resonates with you please 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 help support because I'm um, that's something that's really dear to us and I think it's gonna help a lot so Yet being the operative word, boys. Yet. I have faith. (laughs) Because we're we're in a good place right now. But I like, uh, would you agree? Like if you had to read the writing on the walls where there's Mm -hmm. a little, there's a lingering threat that 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 stuff could go away and we turn into. And we do not want that. No, definitely not. We do not want that. We really need to protect that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So listen and buy and support. (laughs) That's right. And thank you again to our special guest, the amazing Claire Cunningham. Y'all do yourself the favor. Check her out. Check out the website. Find out where she's playing next. Guys here in Nashville. She's amazing. Go hear that whiskey voice. (laughs) Come on. You know you want it. Follow her on all of her uh, social media and uh, stay tuned for for part two with with Miss Claire because I think it's going to get exciting. So hope you all enjoyed this. Happy holidays to everybody. Yes. Merry Christmas. If you guys are uh, you know, if you don't know what to buy for Christmas, uh, go to bombersandsleeves.com yeah. and check out the catalog. <laughs> the perfect gift. And yeah. it will keep you warm, by the way. It's going to keep you warm. It's the gift that keeps on giving yeah. throughout the whole entire year. So thank you guys again. And don't forget to bomb your boundaries, baby. Peace. Peace.